Let's get it going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here. You're listening to a brand new episode of Eyes Up Here, exclusively on our Patreon channel and also simulcast later in the week on the Creative Control Podcast Network. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and every single week, I am joined here by the hosts of the show, the newest affiliate of the Twitch community, like literally the master of all internet domains, the one and only queen of extreme, Francine. Um, Well, uh, thanks for that, but I have to disagree. I have still no idea what I'm doing, but woke up today and it said, hey, congratulations, you're a Twitch affiliate. And I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So now I have to figure out uh, what the next step is. Um, I think I linked everything correctly this morning, but you know me, I might have did something wrong. So I don't know, but it's exciting. So there's a there's more opportunity for me on that channel to grow. And um, I, I'm trying to think of things outside the box to do. So, yeah. Stay tuned, America. So you've you know you've done the Q and A's. You're looking to do you know like cooking and stuff, maybe gaming at some point. But like, how have you felt the response has been with the Q and A's? You getting a lot of new people coming in asking questions. You getting a lot of the same questions. Like where where's the Q and A at right now? So people love uh, the just chatting portion. Um, A lot of people have told me how um, personable I've been and they're thankful because I'm answering every single question. Um, There are some people who ask repeat questions only because they might be new and they weren't on the last stream or this is the first time they're talking to me. Um, So I, I think the response has been really good so far. I have a lot of um, the fans, they're doing um, their hosting streams. It's called hosting the stream where they would bring somebody in that maybe normally wouldn't know that I was on Twitch. Um, and they they send people over from their channels. Uh, there's something called a, a hype train, which uh, they said, oh, wait till we do the hype train. And I was <laughs> like, oh, OK. I don't know what any of this means, but I'm grateful for it. And uh, it's it's just fun. You know, we watched AEW again last night. I had it on. And um, it's again, it's hard to watch everything while you're trying to look at the chat because you, you don't want to ignore anybody in the chat and then something will happen. So I'm looking at the other monitor to see what's going on, but um, it's, it's been good so far. Uh, I always enjoyed doing live streams and talking yeah. to people. So um, I like it. You really have. Cause uh, you know, I'll be starting to upload some clips for the show onto your YouTube channel and you did a shitload of live streams. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> yeah, realize I, you did that many of them. You did a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did a lot of them before. Um, it's just a way to communicate and, and keep in touch with people. And, uh, you know, especially now since I'm not out there working or doing signings. So right. this this is a way to be able to communicate and see what's going on and keep myself out there and relevant. And, um, you know... I, I'm grateful for the platform. It's just another way to make some some extra money while you know we're still indoors. And uh, but I, I do really enjoy it. It's been fun so far. So cool, very cool. I mean, it was yeah. such like a brief little. Like I remember when we first started talking about 
like what Twitch had to offer so long ago. It was like, still, I don't know. I don't think we could have grasped what you would have done at this point. But, you, you know, it's just it's one of these things you take to you don't give yourself enough credit. A lot of times you take to things quickly and you grow, draw into people and they love talking to you. And it's cool to see the response. And I mean, I see all the random people like you see a lot of regular names, you know, people sharing and people tweeting. But then I'm seeing a lot of people I've never seen before tweeting yeah. out that you're going to be live. And oh, it was so cool getting to talk to you. And uh, I love that part of your uh outreach to fans you're you're very good with that you put you're in the top level of that that Aww. kind of uh <laughs> side of wrestling <laughs> that's nice of you to say i i just i generally enjoy it you know what i mean like i'm a people person and i like to make people happy and i enjoy speaking with everyone and um tomorrow i'm doing a, a cook my first cooking live cooking stream um that might be a shit show but we're gonna try it out and see how it works uh the the problem with this is i'm going to have to use my phone right to be live so it's kind of like i'm gonna have to position it every which way and um you know, the chat's going to be really tiny. Hopefully I can put it on the iPad as well so I can see chat. But um, people have been saying, oh, we like cooking streams. And I was like, well, I have to cook anyway. I might be in my pajamas with no makeup, but if you want to watch <laughs> me cook, come on over and check it out. So, um, so far, so good. Cooking you know, for a hung, hungry man uh, this week. That's why. A, very, yeah. a man with a big appetite. <laughs> I swear to you, if he calls and says, oh, Running late, I'm just going to be at the show. I am going to kick him so hard in his balls when I get there because this is like I'm doing a lot for him tomorrow to come and, and feast. So he better he better come over and make this. A cold Tupperware isn't going to cut it uh, for this one. No. <laughs> you got to be live and in living color. <laughs> yeah, I just – it's a long drive. I get it. You know, it's, it's a long drive for him, but um, it has to be done. You know, I said, do you want to go eat on the road or do you want to come here and eat a home cooked meal? And he chose to come here. So hopefully it all works out and we can get there in time and do it and come back and chill. Yeah, and by this point, the virtual signing will have happened, you know, three days. Yeah. Ago. yeah. And it went great. Well, it, was, it was wonderful response. And uh, great stuff. Fans are amazing, right? Great. Yeah. Life is just great. It's hey, you know, but it is uh, it's a rare thing for you guys now to be together in the virtual signing uh, world. So there you yeah. go. So a uh, little bit of goodness in 2021. Uh, we'll talk about it more in the coming weeks, but. You are going to be working with me on a private signing coming up, but we'll talk about that soon. We'll talk <laughs> okay. about it right now, if all the details have to be finished. But um, I just, I love, 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 love that you guys are getting to 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 eh, maybe do a little bit more together now that the we could see where this last wave is going. I just hope it's a good sign, you know. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still, a lot of things are on hold. Um, I'm not, you know gonna take stuff and then turn around and have it be canceled even for the courtesy of the promoters like they they go and buy you a ticket right and then you you know you can't go or whatever and then they're out the money i don't want to do that to anyone so i'm just declining everything right now and um just doing as much from home you know it's safe here uh I'm able to do it. Uh, the possibilities are endless from your house. I mean, it's really this COVID just lit a fire under my butt and, and it <laughs> showed me just how much you can do from home. It's, yeah. it's, it's been incredible for me. So, you know, 
it's been I hate to say it, but it's been beneficial to be home uh, last year. I'm, it's it's almost awkward to say because I I feel the same way for me. Like I had a good 2020, uh, you know, mm-hmm. among I, other people who had wretched ones, and you know, obviously COVID and maybe job loss, losing loved one. Like I I personally, I just I had a good year, and I, I you don't feel weird saying it, but you know what I'm trying to say. You can't like sit there and gloat because you don't know who had a shitty one. Sure. And it's it's a really weird thing to uh, to to kind of bask in, but I don't know. Like I, so I traveled to New Jersey uh, at this point over a week ago, and uh, I, I got to say, uh, <laughs> whereas in Virginia we are very uh, different in terms of how we approach this thing, <laughs> a little more willy nilly. Where I was, I was kind of surprised and like, holy crap, like. So this is where everybody's talking about the issues are coming from. And this is not a good area for it because on Facebook, as you travel, right, if you reload Facebook, it'll give you the updated, like, you know, count of cases in the county you're driving through, whatever. And like as you're driving up through Delaware, up the Jersey Turnpike, up the Garden State Parkway to where we were headed, numbers just kept getting bigger. <laughs> well, um, there's a it's something interesting um, that was on, let me see. I think it was off of Facebook. I had it sent to me if I could pull it up really quickly. Um, yeah, here it is. Um, I'm going to read it to you. It says, remember how I said the levels for the positive COVID tests were set too high and creating false positives? Who basically now admitting it and requires a second test at a lower threshold to confirm a COVID result? Positives will plummet and COVID will look like it's disappearing. That's the latest. Okay. Take that. (laughs) Gee, the timing is so crazy. Isn't it crazy? First day? Like, wow. Um but yeah, and and please d- don't don't come at me. I'm not saying COVID wasn't a thing, so d- don't come. I'm just reading what's coming out. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, certain people say one way, and certain people will say it's another way. And right. um, who do you believe? <laughs> who do you believe? All those deaths. The truth here. All those death certificates of the people who were hit by cars that died of COVID might be adjusted in the next (laughs) couple of months. It's terrible. It it was a terrible thing. I'm not, you know, saying it wasn't. Um, I I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like things are going to change. And I think, I think things will change for the better. Yes, I I, I, I agree. Yeah. So uh, let's keep our fingers crossed and pray and hope for the best. And, um, you know. And as it, you know, as the weeks progress, if it gets safer, maybe I'll venture out of the house one day. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Hey, I want to. I, I want to cross my fingers, but I keep doing this instead. A little too sweet. <laughs> too <across>. sweet. <laughs> I was going to cross my a, fingers, but <laughs> I, I read a um a cute tweet. So um, Mary Kate, who is a uh, longtime fan, she was in yeah. these, you know ECW first row forever. She tweeted at Shane and I this morning. She was at AEW and uh, they played Perfect Strangers. Oh, and she so she put her camera and recorded it and said, "Oh, I can't something like I can't hear this song without imagining Shane and Francine walking out of the you know the curtain." And then Taz retweeted it and Taz said. 
he walked to the announcing table with his fingers in the air. <laughs> 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 I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> Alive and well. I, that would, I mean, like the thing about AEW is kind of funny. Like they're the only place where I could say I could almost see a in a in a different world. I'm not saying I'm, uh, this is happening or it would happen, but they they're the ones who would appreciate you guys being there to recruit a new triple threat or this is going to be the future and you guys are standing in the aisleway with your arms crossed and the music blaring. It's the only place where I could picture it actually happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I liked uh I liked this week because um we saw a kind of a heelish Jerry Lynn appear on impact yes yes and um i i had talked to him he called me from the airport tuesday when he was flying out and told me what was going on and i saw it and i popped huge because i love me some heel jerry lynn so uh that was fun to watch um pretty good positioning there he's uh definitely tony khan has a uh trusted trusted friend there with jerry lynn i love it so um you know you, you you never say never in this business, you right. never know what's going to happen, but um, I think you'll find me at home <laughs> watching it on television. They're going to, they're going to zoom you in. <laughs> Wait right. a second. That's Francine on the video board. She's quietly in her basement right now. <laughs> That's putting us over on our Twitch channel every week. Sure. So you have, yeah. so what do you think a couple weeks in of, of AEW? What, what are your impressions? I mean, from, from what I have been able to watch, I think it's a fun show. It's a fun show. Uh, you know, I see familiar faces again, so happy for my friends that are employed there that have jobs. It's great. Um, I'm starting to learn a little bit about angles. Who's doing what with whom. Um, last night they had, uh, I want to say the inner circles, the Jericho gimmick, and they mm-hmm. all, the six of them had to wrestle each other. And it was fun to watch because they, you know, they're friends, but they would lock up, but then they, oh, they would shake hands. And, <laughs> um, I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. Uh, I'm, I'm slowly learning, uh, you know, who's on, who's a heel, who's a baby phase, what's going on. So um, just going to have to keep watching. But uh, overall, I think it's a fun product. You know, I like the fact that they they've been showcasing different females Uh, like every week. It's not a consistent face. Like I've seen different matches with the girls and they have a lot of talent there. So uh, it's been fun to watch. Yeah. But now is that a good thing or a bad thing that one person doesn't get spotlighted and you might forget about a major player because you don't see him for three weeks? Um, I feel like. Well, again, I, I might have missed a lot of the show, um, but I feel like the regulars are there. They're they're either shown in a promo or they're they're present somehow. You're not going to forget about them. Right. There's okay. no way. Um, but I, I do like that they're giving other people a chance to shine right. as well. And then, like, um, I just learned this. They have a Tuesday show on YouTube. I didn't even know that. Yeah, AEW um, Dark. Dark. I didn't know it was on YouTube. I thought it was I, – I didn't know where it was. But they had – and the reason why I know this is because uh, Mike – Mike Verna, yep. Mike Verna uh, was – I saw him sitting in the crowd. Yes. And so I think all the Dark kids were hanging out over there and uh, along with some of the other you know talent, they're all around ringside, which I love. I love that. Um, so yeah, it was, it's a fun show, you know, give it a shot. 
Um, I'm not like going to say I'm going to watch every single episode from start to finish. I'm still not in love with wrestling like I used to be. Right. But when I do these watch alongs, you know, if, if it's on, it's great. Mike Vernon, what, six months ago with us saying like, ah, you know, he hasn't landed anywhere. Ah, you know, he's got whatever. And he's getting his shot. He's been on their dark show, I would say, the last like like four or five weeks. Yeah. And, you know, he looks like a million bucks. He's got a great personality. You know, there's other guys that also have that similar physique that are on the main show. So maybe they got to work him in somehow. But he actually, and this is where I, I love him to death. He's uh, he wears his Mets inspired gear, right? Oh. And he's tweeting. He's tweeting at the owner of the Mets for permission to wear his. He's got knee pads that have the logos on them, and he's, uh-huh. he's asking uh, the owner of the Mets for permission to wear the knee pads on TV. Do you need permission? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just doing it for a. Uh, <laughs> I think he's just doing it to get the rub from the uh, owner of the Mets. But, I, uh, I saw him in his in his gear. Uh, you know, no shirt tights which look like underwear let's be yeah. honest you know in, in the stadium and there's like people looking at him like what the hell is going on just, he's so funny no he's uh, a guy he, he is such a good dude he uh yeah. I, I, I talked to him a few weeks ago and he was like oh yeah you know i'd love to come back on whenever you guys want me he's just he's what a oh, what a good guy really hope big things for him because he's uh just a nice guy and uh, i love that absolutely yeah, we'll have love him it. back for sure it's um i've had a lot of guests say they want to come back on yeah, some we nice. could definitely go back to because no, I'd say I've been going through our archive and I had to move some of our old episodes that are on video to a new platform. So I'm in the process of putting it back up. And, you know, like we've amassed like quite the database of people that we had on that are absolutely worth circling back to at some point. Because like even going back to the front, I know we've done a few things with Shelly. You know, you've had her come back on. You guys did the girl talk. But like I think she was on like episode like like four right or episode three originally but then like shane was on episode four and like selena de la renta was like episode five and like these the first couple of peeps it's like shit that was a long time ago yeah <laughs> a lot of stuff's happened since <laughs> it's yeah i know and i when i was talking to jerry yeah you know, he was a long time ago too yeah i t- that's what i told him i said you've done so much since you been on that you know the first time you got to come back he goes oh whenever you want me i'll come back and i was like great <laughs> mikey i mean jerry yeah. I, it's just so funny like going through these and it's like damn man we really have covered a lot of ground mm-hmm. you know there's some that i i would like to lobby for to see if we can get them on i have to do well, my my dirty work uh behind the scenes with uh with, with the queen okay but uh nonetheless i i yeah i, I was impressed going back through our little uh video archive which by the way if you're listening to this on Creative Control, you should be joining us on Patreon for the hundreds of hours of shit <laughs> that we've got in the archive. Going down on this channel, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all fun. It's all fun and games here, and we would love to have you. Um, and uh, real quick, we have a uh, we have a new Patreon member that I forgot to put over. I don't know if I said uh, Justin Preston and uh, Tony are our two Mm -hmm. new members. So welcome to the Patreon family, guys. We are thrilled to have you. Love love anybody named Tony. They're already over with me. Really? Just based off of uh, the name. I don't know why. Is that that, that weird? I don't know. Tony. I just want to. You remember uh, Seinfeld with uh, Tony and Jerry does a little (laughs) bit. (laughs) That's what I always think about. Tony. Okay. Well, Tony. And he does this little, this little like, little yeah. 
Twirl. Yes. Hey, everyone. Just want to let you know that this episode of Eyes Up Here is sponsored by Blue Chew. And guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Let's talk about sex, guys. Good sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew, of course, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a very discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Forget about all that. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code... Francine. That's a great one. I like that. And pay just $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com with the promo code Francine. Try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Eyes Up Here and welcoming them to the Eyes Up Here family. And one more time, pay $5 shipping. BlueChew.com with the promo code Francine. Can't go wrong. BlueChew.com. We appreciate you joining the Eyes Up Here family. But uh, yeah, we have Matt coming back on this month. He's, uh, you know, one of our uh, ever-go-rounding uh, Patreon uh, guest hosts. Right. Because he subscribed to the Patreon tier. We'll have DC on next week. Okay. Uh, the other uh, Patreon member who gets to come on and uh, and shoot the breeze and bring something to the table. Uh, Matt's uh, format went over very well with the listeners of going through the roster. So All right. Well, pick then we'll it up where we left off. off. We'll have to do it again. I need Thanks. I need more sound bites out of you though. I need like sound bites so I could sound clip bites. It. Yeah, I could clip it so it could say on YouTube, Francine shoots on Juventud Guerrera. <laughs> <laughs> the juice is loose. <laughs> All right. Look at him, Matt. Here he is coming back on here. Over to the to the left of him, I could see Hi, on the bottom. He's got Alexa Bliss to the side of him. If I do watch, if I put us like this, where is it? There's Alexa. <laughs> She's giving me the stink face, the stink eye. <laughs> Let's, go. Let's go. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Good. So, what's what? new since last night? I spoke to him last night, by the way. How <laughs> <laughs> much since Not last much. night? <laughs> Tuesday. Wait, I talked to you Tuesday, and I talked to you last night, which was Wednesday, because we're filming on a f- Thursday this week, and nothing's changed. No, um, I'm, in, I'm in the dark. I'd love to know what's going on. How about he's getting about new glasses. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. These glasses are busted and old now, so it's time oh, to get his glasses. How's your cat? The cat hurt its tail. Yeah, we're taking him into the vet today to have it okay. looked at. And uh, what else did I learn? I got a new driver's um, license. And he's going to watch football on uh, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I know so far about Matt this week. I, I got a new driver's license yesterday. So. Oh, excellent. Did you get the little Thank star you. so you can travel? No, I wanted to, but I didn't have all the documents I needed. So ah, I'll go okay. back they in. extended that. So we have, I think, until October. Yeah. Get the star. What's the good. star? I'm, in the, I'm not. Oh, uh, so you, uh, you have to get a star put on your driver's license in order to fly. 
Really? Yes. Since when? Since last year. But because of COVID, they, yeah, it says it right when you're in line at the airport. Do you have the star? If you don't have the star, you got to get the star. And you were supposed to have it last October, but for some reason, or was it last October? They, whatever it was, they, yeah, it was because of COVID. So they extended it until this October. Never heard that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, called, it it's called the real ID. I think is what the name is of the the new license when you can travel with it. You you can basically use it instead of a passport, but then they're also going to require it for U.S. flights. Yes, I had heard years ago that they were going to possibly work in passports on domestic flights a long I time ago. You, but so the star gimmick is replacing the passports yeah, in the U.S. I think you can still have either. They can have either or, but I'm not positive about that. I'll, I haven't flown since 2009, okay? <laughs> and I think it shows. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because I remember when I was I was in line, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't have a star. And uh, they said, no, no, you have time to get the star. So now we have to get it by o- October. Jeez. It's just another way for them to charge you <laughs> yeah. for more stuff. I mean, it, it's never ending so you can't get a star like they used to give you in elementary school that they put on your, your kiddo like, hey why don't i just get a sticker of a gold star and stick it on my license and see if that works let's go huh huh yeah. does see? this look good no okay you, and you technically don't need to get one if you're not planning on flying like you only need one if you're gonna fly yeah so. well i fly so yeah I, I just need for chad flight. <laughs> I drive. I'll drive anywhere. I'll, I also never want to go anywhere international, so I don't have to uh, worry about that. But and so I got to ask this: It's a big deal. New license, new picture. Yes. Whoa. Old glasses. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could have waited a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a lovely picture. Matthew. I did. They just gave me the paper copy for now, and then they mail it. That's how they do it around here. Okay. His picture has Alexa Bliss off to the left of him. Uh, I, wish, I should have brought her to the DMV. <laughs> it comes in slightly, right, like right there. <laughs> That's too oh, funny. I, uh, I'm due for my new license in a few months because uh, I got it in Virginia and, uh, like uh, four or five months after we moved. And uh, I need that picture desperately desperately <laughs> i look like a whole different person a but i was so pissed off because of how hot it was and how long i was there so i looked like literally the stare of death nice. in my license picture so <laughs> so bit of trivia they actually have you take off your mask when they do the picture okay well yeah obviously i, I would think so yeah now the question i wasn't sure be, the question for me is going to be, is the Chadster going to be able to wear the hat and the sunglasses? <laughs> they had me take off my glasses. They had me take off my glasses. So I feel I wasn't wearing glasses in the picture. How great would it be if I could wear the gimmick in my, uh, my picture? How great would that be? Hmm. Well, I don't know, but uh, I, I plan to get a star this year and a blue check mark on Twitter. I'm going to try. My <laughs> so, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. But anyway... Uh, Matthew, today we are doing an extension of our last visit, correct? Correct. Uh, okay. Hopefully get through the rest of the the truncated list of the 2006 uh, roster. Mm. We ended at, uh, I believe it was uh, Mr. Joey Styles is the last one we did. Yep. Now, are we going to skip over 
certain names because we're going to be saving them for Patreon, correct? Yeah, I'd be if you're cool with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just make sure you strategically get yep. it them as we go through. And Francine, don't call out. Oh, what about this person? We're going to get to them on well, Patreon. Nobody would have told me the last. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you that. I'll just reveal this part. We're going. So was the last time we saved the you know the main event guys, yeah, the runs, the yeah. champions for Patreon. We're saving the ECW guys for Patreon this time. So. We're going to skip over a lot of people as we go through. I'm not going to say anything. You guys call out who you want me to talk about. Oh, we will. But I will bring back, hang on, I'm going to bring back the screen with the uh, the pictures because it is kind of funny to see. Like Francine called out, uh, she had no clue who the dicks were. The dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Which that weekend, I had somebody telling me a story about one of the dicks. And I had to chuckle on the inside because, you know, <laughs> because we talked about the dicks. You didn't know who the dicks were. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, my memory failed me sometimes. I didn't know who the dicks were. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. So last we left off with Joey Styles. Yeah. And if you're watching this on a Patreon, you've already heard us talk about John Cena. Yeah. A couple of Kane, a couple of these other. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, we covered the main eventers after the um, after the Jays as well. <laughs> I gotta just say, I I think I edited him off the list itself, but I gotta ask, do you remember Johnny Jeter? I remember that name, but I don't okay. know what he looks like. Well, he's Johnny right there next to uh, oh. Johnny Johnny Swinger. Um, was uh, no, Johnny Parisi? Johnny Parisi, <laughs> right? Just like his uh, his great uncle, former uh, WWE uh, superstar. Um, but so Johnny Jeter was this like highly, highly touted prospect that like they thought he was going to be, he'd be like Dolph Ziggler. He was in that spirit squad group, but after he was a male cheerleader, he never rebounded. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, like to me, they give you the gimmick and it kills your career. <laughs> Crazy, right? Sometimes. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, not for Dolph, obviously, but, uh, you know, I, I remember I enjoyed the Spirit Squad. I did, too. I thought it was funny. And again, I like the ha-ha stuff. So, um, you know, wrestling is is if you don't take it too seriously, you might do well at it sometimes. And, um, <laughs> I got to just peek know. ahead to see if somebody's on here because I'm oh he is. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about another Spirit Squad guy when we get down a little further, <laughs> because the stories I've heard about this guy are legendary. I just want to see if you had heard any stories about it, but we'll get to them. <laughs> Am I, is my picture on here? No, it's not. It's a, it's infuriating. What? I know. And I'm in the alumni section. Yeah, I know. Well, this is off somebody else's website. This is yeah. off like a you know a third party site. Uh, oh, it's not uh, WWE. No, it's not the official. Oh, and, okay. And well, what did you say, Matt? Screw this guy then. <laughs> this is from like what was it the, her her last date or her first date? What was this roster conglomeration? The one I picked was like her first um, air date that you, the first not TV it. showing that you had. Okay, just to make sure. But I looked through like the whole year. And Francine isn't listed on this person's website on being in WWE. So dare they? They, they missed out on oh, the queen. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> All right, we'll start rolling off some names. And I have to show up my Francine shirt today. Oh, thank right. you, Matthew. <laughs> I don't even have a shirt of mine. So uh, thank, you. thank you so much. All right. All right. You're ready to go, Matt. I'm ready. Yep. Show's yours. All right. Well, we're going to pick up the 2006 roster. We still got a J left. Um, we're going to skip one for the ECW alumni, but um, we got Justin Roberts, who is now an AEW as an announcer. 
Justin Roberts was my buddy. Uh, still friends to this day. Spoke to him a little while ago, maybe a couple months ago. Um, funny story. I think I, I might have said it. He was my travel buddy the one night when I wouldn't get in big shows. Uh, <laughs> the bus. <laughs> um, and uh, Justin was amazed at the amount of hookers that we saw <laughs> in Southwest Philadelphia. <laughs> um, but just, Justin's a really, really nice guy. Um, I really think that he is one of the best announcers out there. He just has that voice uh, that's synonymous with wrestling now. Like I hear him and I automatically think, oh, yeah, this guy's one of the, the greatest, you know. Um, and he's a good, good person. So I, I'm a big fan of Justin Roberts. He might be one of the best ones right now. I mean, I can't yeah. think who else. And good for AEW that they were able to. He uh, just uh, knows when to hold his voice a certain way and how to say, like when he says, like the Spanish names, he he gets the role of the R correctly. <laughs> like he does it all like so great. And the thing I love about him too is I love the fact that he has been a wrestling fan ever since birth. Yeah. And when he posts pictures of a little Justin with like <laughs> a Shawn Michaels or an Undertaker, you can tell he loves this business and he's loved the business forever. So when I see people like that make it and love what they're doing, like that makes me so happy. And I'm so happy for him that, you know, I always say there's life after WWE. And if you read his book, yeah. it wasn't the greatest experience yeah. there due to certain people. And I think AEW is a great fit for him. So I'm so happy for him right now. What uh, what'd you think of some of those uh, stories that came out of that? Because I was covering that heavily at the time. And I spoke to him about it when the book came out. And he's such a soft-spoken guy. He's just a very nice man. But uh, those stories are crazy to hear. It made me sad. Like, if you read... Uh, he, he says it over and over. His favorite part was when the ECW guys came mm-hmm. to, you know, with the fake ECW. Um, cause we, you know, we were all friendly and we all got along and, um, he was a big ECW fan. Uh, and we just became, you know, he became part of the family with us and we always treated him with respect. So I don't know why. I feel like sometimes announcers, maybe certain referees, some guys don't consider them one of the boys because you're not bumping constantly or you're not this or you're not. I don't feel that way. Like you're a part of something that we're all trying to accomplish. We're all trying to get the company over. You're a company guy. I'm a company guy. Why would I treat you any differently than, you know, somebody in the locker room that I work with? You know what I mean? Just because you're not wearing tights and bumping. I, I don't get it. I, I can see if Justin was a dick to them, then, okay, you're going to, you know, you're going to get punished or whatever. But I don't think he did anything wrong from what I understood. You know, now those guys might have a different story. I don't know. But to me, Justin was a very, very nice, personable man. Right. And you, you know how it is. All it, all it takes is one time of being quiet. And maybe not, you know, immediately uh, looking in that person's direction that that's all it takes for them to get pissed off of you, especially the ones that were targeting him. All yeah. it took was one piece of them not feeling that you were being, quote, respectful to them. And that could have been the trigger. And that that's, 
you know, hopefully it seems like that's kind of a dying uh, attitude in the wrestling world. Yeah, yeah it was, it's kind of like a double-edged sword back then. You were damned if you did and you're damned if you don't. I got heat because I was too quiet and I didn't politic. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not a dick. Excuse me. You know, it's just <laughs> it's a weird business. So, um, yeah, hopefully, like Chad said, it's changing for the better. And um, I felt bad when I read that. I didn't know any of that stuff. And then I'm reading and I'm just like, wow, what a shame. Yeah. So. All right. Next, um, you obviously had some bikini contests against her. Uh, Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly. Uh, the what, what was it? The girl so nice. They named her twice. <laughs> uh, when she came in, she was like 19 years old. Didn't know a thing about the business. Greener than grass. Mm-hmm. Uh, willing to learn, though. Willing to learn. Um, I remember our first cat fight. We were at the arena. She got booed out of the building. <laughs> booed. I mean, this the, these were diehard ECW fans. She got booed out of the building. Trinity got booed out of the building. And I got a huge pop, of course. (laughs) Of course. And I remember taking her down and her just laying on top of me and not doing anything. And I literally had to like push her to the side and roll on top of her. And then I said, okay, roll on top of me. No, like no clue whatsoever what to do. And she's come such a long way in this business and um i'm proud of her you know she she's done a lot of great things she became their divas champion and um they go back and they use her a lot the fans loved her um and she she was just she was a really really nice girl and when i got released she actually contacted me and thanked me for helping her and being so nice to her because a lot of the other girls were not so um i enjoyed working with barbie that's cool, and she yeah. got out. She got out. She got out kind of early on her own terms, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, good for her, you know. And she can still go back. She has a yeah. good relationship, and she can still go back and work the occasional, you know, Royal Rumble match or whatever she wants to do. It's great. She's still young enough. She looks great. She was, um, she was kind of thrown into a situation, and she made the best of it. You know what I mean? And it worked out for her. So. um I just considered her like a, a really uh, little sister you know, <laughs> that I, I just tried to help her because some of the girl, I'm not going to name names. But some of the girls weren't really that great to her. And I just wanted to take her under my wing and try to teach her the ropes a little bit. So hopefully I taught her a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so next you definitely uh, worked with Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne. We love Kevin Thorne, don't we, Chad? I just talked to him yesterday. <laughs> yes, yes. Kevin's great. Um, I wish my program with him and Shelly would have, or Ariel would have lasted longer than it did. Um, great to work with. Great man. Uh, just a nice, nice guy that that I still kind of keep in touch with, you know, through social media. And um, I'm glad I got a chance to meet him and work with him because he's he's one of the good ones. For sure. Cool. Yeah, I I dug him and Shelly and does one of the few bright spots in the uh, fake EC dub, I thought. Yeah, they, their <laughs> chemistry was amazing together. Like, you would have thought they were sleeping together, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, just yeah. the, the I, I think, anyway. It's, it's kind of like Shane and I. You know, we never were together, but everybody thought we were together. Yeah. <laughs> I think their chemistry on camera – 
it just came off as um, authentic and real to me. Um, even though it was a cartoony gimmick, it worked. It mm-hmm. worked. And, you know, Shelly was that sexy vampire oh, and Kevin shit. was just, <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, the pairing just worked. And um, I wish they could have did a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. before before Shelly got released. And um, They definitely did a lot more than you two, than you and Shane did, though, in terms of uh, <laughs> mingling in the ring. They, yeah. they definitely were a little more. Handsy. Oh, of course. Well, well, the gimmick was different. Again, yeah. yeah. It was, you know, the vampire. What was he? What was he supposed to be? So he I was a know. vampire enthusiast is what he was. <laughs> or, or a thrall. They call him a thrall sometimes where they, like, are subjugated to the vampires. Right. Okay. Well, he, when he would dress in the, the suit, you know, and he'd have the uh, the cane and stuff, and, you know, he had the the red uh, shirt underneath. Like, he, he just fit what the modern – I guess at that point it was like twilight, like that yeah. look of what was going on at the time. Yeah. And I think when they presented him first, they spits at the camera, the blood comes out that that was more goofy than how it ended up. Because as just like a vampire looking guy, like it had legs is like intimidation. He's fucking huge, you know, number right. one. So yeah, that's uh, it, it's unfortunate it fell into that. Oh, sci-fi wants sci-fi character. Right, right, right. So we we did one of the conventions. I can't remember which one it was, but I saw him for like the first time in years, and uh, he was Mordecai. Big event. And he's wearing all like a white cream kind of suit, like it was a real, like a whitish, right? Yeah, yeah. And I come up to maybe I don't know around here, and we embraced, and I felt so bad because when my makeup transferred all over. <laughs> and I was like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, so that's when he and I really started working together. We, uh, we brought back Mordecai and he started doing Mordecai at conventions and on indie shows, but this yeah. was a different Mordecai because he was bigger than he was then. And he had actually shorter hair, but he could still, you know, he, he put the stuff in, he got real dedicated to it, but that was the big event in New York uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And and I, when we worked together, I told him, I said, you know, I'll take your finisher. Like, I'll do it. it it'll be great. And I just remember Vince is like, we don't do that here. Yeah. And him and I looked at each other like, what the hell is going on? Well, you, can't, you can't argue with Vince McMahon. No. You know? So Kevin comes over, gingerly puts his arms underneath my, you know, armpits and moves me to the – and I'm just like, this is the lamest thing ever. I was so pissed off. We could have did so much more. Such a shame. All right. Next we go to the L's a little bit down on the screen. Um, we go to Layla. Do you know Layla? Layla. So – Layla, where is she? Oh, there she is. Yeah. Uh, her, um, I think we mentioned Crystal Marshall. Um, uh, who else was in that locker room with me? Charmel. Uh, was uh, Brooke, what's uh, Brooke Adams? She was there for like a hot minute. I met her one time and didn't see her again after that. So I must, she must have been on the way in when I was on the way out. But Layla was really friendly from what I remember. I never got to work with her, but I did. Uh, get to spend a little bit of time in the locker room with her because all the girls uh, on SmackDown would just be like hanging out. And she was really sweet, very friendly. Um, I think she might have been her who helped me out with one of my costumes, uh, something that I wore. She helped me uh, glitter it up. Uh, she said, oh, you should put some glitter here. And the the girls were really, really friendly, you know. 
And uh, cool. I really enjoyed um, that. That part of being there was nice because I got along with the girls in the locker room. So she she was nice, but I never got to work with her. Okay, another girl, uh, maybe not necessarily in the locker room, but Lillian Garcia. Don't know her very well. Okay. No, just high and by. Fair enough. Um, you haven't been on her podcast yet, have you? No, I never okay. will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, one guy who I forgot this was his name originally, Little Bastard, of course, turned into Hornswoggle. Oh, he's my buddy. <laughs> we'll talk to this day. I worked for him. That's where I met you out in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know him back in the day. I, I actually met him at a convention. Um, he approached me, uh, it's on YouTube actually. So it's not that long ago, maybe 2017 or 2018, something like that. But he approached me to, to work in Wisconsin and we've, you know, we keep in touch every now and then. So once in a while I'll get a a uh, text message, bizarre text message from Dylan <laughs> saying obscure things, but uh, he's, he's funny as hell. And uh, I like him a lot. I pop every time I see him. I'll always text him and say, your hair looked gorgeous tonight because <laughs> the long flowing hair I'm jealous of. Um, but yeah, he's funny and uh, he's a talent for sure. He's over with me because he got me to meet the Queen of Extreme. So. Aww, <laughs> yes, look where we're at now, Matt. <laughs> All right. Uh, May Young, did you have any uh, interactions with May? I uh, met her one time. Okay. Just briefly. Hello. How are you? Um, never, never spent time. Never got to work with her. But huge influence oh, yeah. in the business. Um, I enjoyed... Most of her work, I'm going to say there were a couple segments that were a little silly, not her fault, obviously. Mm. Um, but for the most part, when they put her through a table, I was like, girl, <laughs> you're like 100. That's crazy. Uh, so much respect in that aspect for her. Crazy. Yeah, insane. Um, Maria Canellis. Maria, yeah. I uh, met her when I worked for the fake AC dub. She was in there um, and very nice to me, you know. Um, I haven't seen her in a really long time, but uh, when we were in the locker room together, she was always a nice girl. So nothing bad to say about her. Been around. She, she's been a, a lot of different uh, feds. You know, she worked in Japan, worked in TNA or Impact, and mm -hmm. just gorgeous girl mm -hmm. um, and talented. All right, Francine, let's take a moment right here to talk about our sponsor, Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Of course, it's a new year, and Manscaped is ready to continue their symbol of excellence and bring you the best products, the best trimmers, and offering precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And here's to having a nice, healthy, clean set of balls in a brand new year, 2021. Bringing in the new year right, of course, Francine, we wouldn't start it if we didn't mention the old prop preserver, the trimmer 2.0, the staples of the Manscaped library. If, if I was a guy, I would be using Manscaped to keep my balls nice and trim. You'd come out of quarantine clean, the lawnmower 3.0, the waterproof and skin safe trimmer, reduces the nicks to your two best friends. The third generation trimmer even has a light to shine. So the promised land of 2021 looks to be nice and bright and shiny. Well, let's put it this way. If you're with that special someone and you're looking at his package and you see a bunch of cuts and nicks and scrapes, balls that are unkept are so 2020. 
Manscaped balls are 2021. Very nice, because uh, spoiler alert, hairy nuts are still gross. So that's the uh, that's the consensus of, of Manscaped. Hairy nuts are still gross. They're always going to be gross. They are. Uh, step into the new year with the tree standing taller and shave your boys. Uh, also got to point out uh, how to freshen up down there. It's the crop preserver, the anti-chafing ball, deodorant, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smallest parts of your body as well? And, and you can even use that spray if you have, like, a swamp ass thing going on. It'll refresh you in the back, too. I don't know if we have swamp ass trademarked, but yes, that would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to start the new year off with a fresh set of testes, thanks to Manscaped. And guys, 20% off of these products. I mean, I, I would pay full price. That's how good these products are. But you get 20% off. You get free shipping, nicely kept balls. I mean, what more? you want from Manscaped. They are covering everything. I think it's a great deal. I think you guys should go to manscaped.com and treat yourself. You deserve it. You deserve smooth balls. Every man deserves smooth balls. I deserve them. So if if I deserve them, every man does. But we want to thank Manscaped. I do have them and I love every bit of them. I don't know, but I hear you. (laughs) Of course, at Manscaped, it's a new year and new balls for everybody. So take care of your, your boys. And enjoy your Manscaped package, courtesy of your friends here at Eyes Up Here. Mark Henry. I met Mark Henry for the first time at the show in Wisconsin. Oh, Oh, interesting. And uh, hung out. We hung out a little bit in the locker room. And then he was like, I got to get you on Busted Open. And I was like, you gotta. (laughs) (laughs) He's the reason uh, I went on Busted Open. Um, oh, so he was the conduit for for that? Wow. Okay. Yeah, he, I did he, not know he, that. He called. Well, Dave Lagreca and I were following each other on Twitter. Right. I never met Mark, and Mark. Then I did meet Mark at this show, and Mark called Dave and took a picture with me, and was like, "Are you jealous?" And <laughs> Dave was like, "Man." You're taking all these pictures with everybody but me. And I'm like, well, I never met you in person. Yeah, we go to his house. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and Mark's like, you just got to, you have to come on the show, but you have to come on when I'm hosting because they have, you know, several hosts. Yeah. So I said, well, book it. And so he did. And I was able to go on with uh, Dave and Mark. And um, yeah, I like Mark Henry a lot. He's funny. Very, very funny. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know. I've seen him a couple times after that at, at some signings where we were um, very, uh, very nice to each other. But, you know, at these signings, you don't really get to sit and talk yeah. much because you're in one room and the guy's in the other room. So I'm sure if I see him again, it'll be pleasant. But um, I enjoy <laughs> chocolate. Did you uh, have you followed this little feud he's had with Ryback this past? Yes. Week? It's crazy, right? <laughs> yes. I I started reading about it yesterday and I was like, where did this even stem from? Yeah. So um I don't know. I like Mark and and I like Ryback. I'm I'm Switzerland on this one. <laughs> yeah, they both were making great points. So basically there was a uh there was a, a whole controversy about, you know, uh calling uh, the belts props and that, you know, yeah. your book your book to win the belts. You know, you're not an actual champion. You know, the Booker's giving you the this. It's 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 a prop. It's not you know whatever. Who's saying that? Buyback. Okay. 
Mark Henry said that that's the, that's a bitter guy who was never given a chance to be the champion, be the man, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they just went back and forth about it. And, you know, he, he's calling Ryback bitter because of Ryback's, you know, war that he's got with WWE sued them over the trademark of the name Ryback. You know, he's uh, basically got on re- record, you know, that he lost his passion for the business because of his time in WWE. He got out so he could recover, you know, blah, blah, blah. So these two are going back and forth about it. And they both make decent points, but it's just uh, – it's it's basically two machine guns shooting at each other. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I read that one blocked the other, so they can't even – they're not even seeing what each other is writing unless <laughs> copying and pasting it for them um but yeah it's uh i said it uh before there's a lot of people in fake twitter wars because of their angles that are going on but this is a shoot right it's kind of like whoa what is happening and and ryback also feels that and and i tend to agree with ryback in this respect that mark henry on busted open is nothing but a pr move by wwe to push the wwe narrative and that since ryback is in this bitter feud with WWE and suing them. And, you know, Ryback's accused WWE of shadow banning and stuff like that, that Mark Henry is the voice of WWE. And that's why it's, uh, you know, it got so, uh, so intense so fast. Wow. Hmm. All right. I, um, I tend to agree with the big guy and I'm just going to say this quickly. I don't know why Marty Jannetty remains on this list. I clip him <laughs> off the, the list we have. But they couldn't Marty, find a better picture of him. <laughs> well, that, that's from the Rockers reunion, that picture. But Marty Jannetty, was, this was another stint where he had been hired, and I believe they were sending him to OVW, and he couldn't leave the state of Georgia because of a warrant, so he ended up getting released. <laughs> wow. Marty, Marty. What did Jannetty do for, uh, to receive a warrant? Jeez, I I guess we'll have to go back and check the old. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to check the scroll on that one. Okay. Well, um, love Marty. Love him. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, the someone who's been in the business for a while, still cooking in AEW, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. I met Matt in the fake EC Dub because he was right there. Um. Always sweet. Always a hug. Hello. How are you? Um, never really hung out with him, you know what I mean? Um, but he was always really nice and respectful. I'm a big fan of his work. Um, I watched him last night, uh, which was fun. And um, he's having a fourth child, which yeah. I'm in awe of because I wanted more children. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited that they're having a little girl. After having three boys, I think that's tremendous. Um, but yeah, him and his brother left a huge legacy. Um, phenomenal workers, like both of them, and and just uh, amazing matches. I'm happy he still can go. Yeah. Um, my one of my favorite entrances in the business, Melina. <laughs> oh, you like the splits. Oh, tremendous. <laughs> I did a signing with her right before COVID. Um, so I saw her, I guess, in 2019, late 2019. Sweet girl. She's a sweet girl. Um, don't really know her too well. I've been in contact with her a couple of times, and she's always been super nice. So, um, Michael Cole, interested to hear if you had any interactions with Michael. No. Okay. No, I met him. It was just like, hi, how are you? 
nothing big. How about Michelle McCool? Michelle McCool's another one that was super sweet. Really nice. Um, in the locker room with us during the SmackDown period. Um, again, didn't hang out per se, but you're sitting in the locker room, just girl talk. And she was always, hello, how are you? Uh, never tried the big league me. She was cool. So awesome. Nice Sounds like a lot of the females were pretty cool in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Most were. So uh, let's go to another one. Um, Mickey James. I knew Mickey for years, years and years. Uh, she, she actually came and tried out in ECW, but we didn't pick her up. I read that. I couldn't, I didn't know that, but I read that when I was making this list that she had tried out in ECW. Yep. Yeah. She tried out and they weren't interested. Um, but she it didn't matter. <laughs> she became a huge star anyway. Yeah, so, no doubt. Um, yeah, Mickey's cool. Always got along with her. Um, you know, uh, got to work with her a couple times. We did a couple things in TNA, um, which was uh, fun. Miss TNA pageant. <laughs> if you didn't see it, look it up. If you want a good laugh, um, Come, coming soon. <laughs> coming soon, Patreon. Um, but yeah, she's she's great, and she's a great worker. And um, I like her. I really enjoyed her and Alexa's uh, bit they did a couple years ago. Of course I did. (laughs) Um, Wish they would use her more on TV, but they love it. Now, is she still under contract? No. I thought, oh, she's not? She's uh, moved over to the Legends category. Okay. Yeah, I knew they brought her back a couple weeks ago. Um, She's not under an active performer contract. So she's maybe on the alumni deal. But, um, yeah, no, she's no longer a uh, contracted performer. Okay. Fair enough. Quietly. She was not – I don't think it was yeah. announced uh, that she was in that. Yeah, she just kind of disappeared. Yeah, it was in that, that dump that they did over the summer. You know, they, they got rid of a ton of people. I believe. I, I don't want to misquote myself, but I'm almost positive. Okay. All right, Mr. Mike Knox. Mike Knox. Oh, I loved Mike. I loved working with him. Again, fake dub. He was Kelly Kelly's boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, so on house shows, every time I would try and beat Barbie up, he would come out and beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was never a huge move again because you can't do that here. So it was usually like a pie face and I would over-exaggerate the bump and fly out of the ring. And um, <laughs> but he was like a gentle giant, such a nice guy. Um, I really, really liked Mike a lot. And how, I never saw him after that. So I don't even know if he's still working. I don't know what happened. Oh, he's a guy. I just wrote him down. We got to get him on. I, I'm, I I got connections to Mike Knox. He's a real estate agent. Mm. So he's not in the business at all anymore. Nope. Okay. Good for him. I like that. I like hearing stuff like that. Yeah, we got to get, I never thought about him. We're going to get him on. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, he, I'm, I'm I, making I, a note for myself. That'd be I cool to hear. Long, but from what, you know, what we did together, he was great. I enjoyed him. So I'd like to have him on and interview him. That would be fun. Oh, he's coming. I, I, I wrote <laughs> it down. I'm going to work right. on it. Now. <laughs> cool. Well, one of your favorites. I'm curious if you knew him back then. You obviously have been a fan now. Uh, Mr. Dolph Ziggler, although he's known as Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really, like I said, I, I watched uh, some of the Spirit Squad. I, I couldn't tell you the names of the guys that were on it. I just remember the skits that they did, which were cute. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge uh, Dolph Ziggler fan. I think he's a phenomenal talent. I think he he is like the total package. What are you laughing at? 
Just Chad doing the mouth around Nikki's face. Just pointing him out for the folks watching. Oh, <laughs> you know who Dolph Ziggler is? I would think so. Well, if they um, can't find Nikki. Nikki. Oh, okay. So Nikki. Yeah. Um, I never met him in person. Oh, really? During person, that time, what's up? During that time, you never met him in person. No, I never met. If I did, I don't remember meeting him, but I don't think I did. I never met him in person. We follow each other on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. So I've, I've talked a little bit online to him, but I don't really know anything about him other than his work. And um, I uh, see he's a little political sometimes, um, which is good. Uh, but he's an interesting, he seems like an interesting man. You know, there's a, there's more to him than just wrestling. And I like that, but he's a tremendous talent. So he's awesome, I'm glad yeah. they put the belt. I saw they put the belt on him and uh, Bobby. Um, so I'm, I'm happy for that. It's a, somewhat of a push. Start and stop with him. Uh, now yeah. the one I was mentioning before that I, I just want to ask you about, but you probably didn't meet him because you didn't meet Nikki. So you definitely never met Mitch. <laughs> Mitch, who's Mitch is uh, oh the, that guy? Uh, I don't think so. So Mitch, I've heard so many hilarious stories about that. He was one of these guys. He was not into wrestling. He was hired because of what he looked like, and oh. he had no clue what he was doing. Really, so <laughs> no clue, trained. no clue. He was trained in OVW. He but he came oh. straight from off the street into OVW. And there's a match, and, and Matt, you might remember this. This the Spirit Squad against DX from Saturday night's main event. There's this, there's a part of the match where Mitch doesn't want to go along with what Shawn Michaels was calling in the <laughs> ring. And Oh, he eats one of the stiffest kicks you'll ever see in your life. And I heard the story about it and he basically like, they were like, well, what do you do? He goes, well, I could throw a punch. And he's like, well, you, that's nothing. Like what else can you do? He's like, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I really haven't learned much. So he's like, well, go out. You're going to listen to Sean. You're going to listen to Triple H. They're going to guide you through the match. And then when they got into the ring, he didn't want to do anything. So they had he didn't to- last very long, did he? Mitch, they, they basically, so they sent the whole entire spirit squad in a box on Raw back to OVW. And Mitch was never seen ever again. Wow. I, you know who I did meet was that Mikey kid. Mike Mondo, yes. I met Mike. Um, he just uh, was at a signing as the cheerleader. He had the headband around his head. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was him. Yep, it was I think him. I met him. And it might have been at a, like a WrestleCon or a StarCast or something. It was one of the, I think. Fully embraced it and fits it perfectly. He's a ball of energy. He's got a hilarious personality, ball buster extraordinaire, Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Mondo. Yeah, and he had been all over the indies, too, um, throughout the the 2000s. Hey, Matt, scan the list for a few more before we run out of time here. So get to – Pick a few of the the best remaining ones. Okay, cool. Um, I'll skip. We, I mean, you've talked about Shelly Martinez, Ariel, a bunch. Yeah. We can we can skip her. Uh, Charmelle, you talked a little bit that you did hang out with her with uh, Booker T. Um, how about? Uh, did you have much? I know you were scheduled to do a. a a thing with Tess. Did you have much talk? Did you talk with Tess much? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was able to uh, talk to Tess a lot. Uh, he was always he was on the ECW brand, so I, I, you know, he was in the locker room a lot with us. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about the Miz. Did you ever meet or talk to the Miz? So, yeah, um, he was. I guess he, he was just starting out when I was there, or maybe he was there for a little bit. Um, we were 
I want to say we were in catering and he walked up to me and he just put his hand down and he went, Mike. And I, said, <laughs> I said, hi, I'm Francine. Nice to meet you. And he, I remember his man, he went like this to me. Mm-hmm. And then there was a monitor set up and they were playing back the show. Uh, he, he was on ECW brand first, right? SmackDown, he was a SmackDown host. He didn't really have a role. And then uh, they moved him to ECW when they really couldn't do much with him. He did something, and I'm not going to say who, but there were a couple of the boys that were making fun of him because he was putting himself over in front of the monitor. (laughs) 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 I'm like, just saying, oh, man, my whatever. He said, my dropkick was great. My clothesline was excellent, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like, oh, man, he's such a friggin' mark. Like, they were all (laughs) making fun of him. And I was just, like, sitting there. And and then I'm like, well, he's a huge star now, and none of you have a job. So (laughs) he turned out pretty good. But um, that was the only time I I got to meet him. But it was just kind of like, yeah, Mike. And I was like, okay, hi. (laughs) So Uh, We can do a couple more. Sounds like uh, Tori Wilson. I I was a fan of his from the real world. Yeah. That's where I knew him from. And I never told him that. I never, you know, because I don't mark out for people. So <laughs> I'm going to put you over. <laughs> You're just going to say Mike and shake my hand. I was like, okay. So. Uh, did you have inter- interactions with Tori Wilson at all? Oh, yeah. Tori was really sweet. Uh, I watched. Um, I remember she used to bring her dog on the road. And uh, I remember telling her, I'll watch your dog for you because I used to hide. I used to hide in the locker room. Cause I didn't want to see anyone and uh, I would read a book and I used to watch Tori dog for her. <laughs> she would, she would go stuff and I said, Oh, it's good. You come here. So I would hold her little dog for her, but yeah, she was always sweet. So uh, we talked a little bit about Victoria when uh, we talked about um, somebody else. Cause I, uh, when we talked about uh, Cass Michelle, did you get to meet Victoria? Talk to her oh, at yeah, all? I, I, I know Lisa. Well, cool. so yeah, she's, she's awesome. I remember the first night, Again, didn't meet her until the fake EC dub. And it was one of the same things like Tammy. I was walking in and she was walking this way and she grabbed me out of nowhere. And she's like, I'm dying to meet you. And I was like, me too. Me too. And um, she's awesome. And so. Vicky, did you meet her back then or had you met her later? Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero. I, she came up to me in the fake EC dub. And <laughs> she... Was, she I, I hadn't met her before and she, I remember I was sitting in the locker room and she came over to me and she said, excuse me, Francine. She said, I'm Vicky. Um, she said, my husband, Eddie worked in ECW. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I know. And, um, like, you know, I, I, I remember your work and, um, you were, you were awesome. Like she was really, really complimentary. And, um, we got to talking a little bit, and we, I think we exchanged phone numbers right then and there. And then that night, we were all going to the bar, and she texted me, and she's like, "I'm not going down there if you're not going down there." <laughs> she was new. She she really wasn't working. Yeah, that's when they first were bringing her in to do stuff. So she's like, "Are you going to go down there? If you go, I'll go." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll go with you." <laughs> um, <laughs> now uh, I'm super happy for her. You know, we follow each other on Twitter and stuff, and when I see her, we always give a hug, say hello. Um, I love her character. And I said this before, like if I could do anything in the business, I would love to do something like an AEW where I manage one of the girls and go against Vicky. 
I think that would be phenomenal. Um, but her, excuse me, like <laughs> that's everything. Like I just, I love, I love me some Vicky Guerrero. She's wonderful. All right, yeah, cool. We can uh, we can wrap this up and go towards. Oh, you don't want to talk about Vince McMahon? We talked about him, we didn't we? About the, Mr. McMahon on. <laughs> no, we don't uh, have to talk about Vince McMahon. <laughs> on the top guys, I believe we talked he, about. Oh, the top guy. Excuse me, sorry. We will uh, we will cover the rest of the ECW folks. That if you saw them as you're watching this, we're going to go back to them. We'll talk about that in Patreon extra, which would air tomorrow. If you're listening on Patreon and if you're on Creative Control. You would have to come and sign up, which you know there's there's a reason you haven't. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> let's uh, let's put it like that. But um, yeah, before we uh, we get to the uh, the Patreon wrap up, anything else uh, you'd like to share, Matt? Before uh, we we wrap this one up. Yeah, so I was on a tremendous episode of Get My Go recently with Mr. Mike Gerband, episode number uh, thirty three. It was uh, a lot of fun. I had a short. Short stint with Mr. Johnny podcasting, a very short stint. So I uh, met that guy, but it was fun to talk about that with Mike on his podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter if you like, MMAC27. Tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> he said that four times, so I had to pick it up. Uh, but yeah, we'll go over the the, uh, the rundown here. So the ECW alumni roster from this date in 2006, we're going to go through that. Not a huge list of names, but, you know, we have to talk about them. Uh, then uh, we're going to move into, and I'm very interested to see this, we're going to do a sex quiz that the Queen <laughs> of Dream has found that I am very interested in seeing what this is going to be about. <laughs> wow. I think I'm going to fail it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like I'm a little intimidated that I don't know what's. I'd like to see these things, but that's okay. No. I'll, I'll be well, surprised. Well, I'm usually in the dark about things, so I'm turning the tables this week, and now you're going to be in the dark. But I, I am. I think I looked at the first question, and I was just like, eh, seems alright. <laughs> so. Sometimes it's all it takes. Uh, and then for the watch along, uh, a little bit of a different pairing: Shane Douglas with Francine, of course, with Lance Storm. Versus Lance Storm with Dawn Marie. We haven't really seen Shane and Lance in singles competition, but this is from a house show. So we're going to uh, pick that up. It's going to be uh, interesting to uh, to see the franchise and Lance Storm in action because we talked about Lance a little bit and how he was a, uh, a great addition to that roster, but we're going to see him in the ring with the franchise. Awesome. And I don't remember this, so it'll be fun to uh, look back. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, please, it's patreon.com slash Francine Podcast. Again, patreon.com slash Francine Podcast to get in on all the extras. Uh, if you want to follow me, it's at Chad EMB on Twitter. If you want to uh, see anything I got going on, head on over to ibexclusives.com for the autograph signings we have coming up. And like I said, at the top of this, stay tuned for a uh, little opportunity we're going to have with the old Queeno of Extremo uh, very, very soon. Queen um, of Extremo. That's a special inscription. Is that Spanish? <laughs> it is in my world because I don't know how to speak Spanish. So, uh, but that's that's all I got. Awesome. Uh, if you want to follow me across the board, I am at ECW 